Brock Lesnar could be coming back to WWE and Triple H is teasing some big plans for after WrestleMania. Find out more by searching Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Which AEW star do WWE hate? Find out in a moment. Plus, could WWE possibly return to the Thunderdome soon? And a Hall of Fame well overdue induction for Wednesday, December the 22nd, 2021. This is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. The time is now to become part of something bigger than yourself. A force that will change the game. Do I have everybody's attention now? We will unite, speak our voice, use our power, and influence the world. We will create a new future. Everybody at home, put your hand on the screen and feel me flow through you into your homes. Join the revolution. So this is an interesting little tidbit that came out of a Forbes article about WWE 2K22. They were talking about the the likelihood of released wrestlers being a part of the game, which we'll get to in a second. But when discussing putting released wrestlers into a WWE video game, the article says, quote, the only way a star wouldn't be included is if the talent has an extremely broken relationship with the promotion. We are not talking something simple like some cryptic social media messages following a release. It would have to be the sort of discord that it has that it's had between CM Punk and the WWE, who I'm told by someone with strong connections to the situation will almost never be in a WWE game. One source said the powers that be, quote, hate him, end quote. The story between WWE and CM Punk is one that's very well told, isn't it? CM Punk uh, on Colt Cabana's podcast, shortly after officially being released from WWE, uh, really went to town on every aspect of the business uh, talked about how there was there was gaslighting involved. Talked about how many opportunities to to make money were shot down because they were his. And of course, the the big issues with his health there, uh, and questions raised about the medical uh, the medical integrity of WWE towards his performers. And that's even before we get to 
WWE officially firing CM Punk on his wedding day. There's a lot of bad blood between the two. It's great to see CM Punk back in a wrestling environment doing what he does ever so well. I doubt we'll ever see that as part, not just of a WWE game, but of WWE at all. Because according to uh, one source close to Forbes magazine, the powers that be in WWE hate CM Punk. Staying with the 2K22 game for a moment, this article from Forbes also says WWE 2K fans should expect wrestlers like Adam Cole, Bray Wyatt, Johnny Gargano, Keith Lee, Jeff Hardy, Ruby Riot, Kyle O'Reilly, and some other top names who were released to be included in the roster. There is also a chance things could change, but for now, I'd expect a roster of at least 150 guys and girls. That's... So, I mean, for us as fans, that's great. That's great news. <laughs> Just get a massive roster like that. And many are going to benefit from this. Many that were let go from WWE. Uh, I remember recently uh, on the Get Funked podcast, I say recently, maybe about five months ago, Mark Jindrak was talking about his appearance in SmackDown vs. Raw 2006 and how much it actually benefited him after he got released. Because he said in this interview, I got fired from WWE in 2005. Didn't start doing anything until the July. Didn't start doing anything until like May of 2006. Because I remember I got on the last video game for Raw vs. SmackDown 2006. You know, with video games, those royalties were effing sick. I got one royalty check. I was released. I'm thinking my gears were spinning. I was like, I need to party less. I need to date less. I need to, I've got to turn it down. He was worrying about money. I said I had a sweet Hummer and then all of a sudden I opened my mailbox one day and a royalty check came for the effing video game for effing $53,000. So there's there's the thing. If these guys end up in the video game, as the plan is apparently going to be the case, they're going to get a little nice kickback in in about six to eight months after the game gets released. So that's that's rather nice too. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. WWE could be preparing for life once again in the Thunderdome. So the COVID variant Omicron continues to spread very rapidly across the planet and already uh, wherever you are you're seeing a few things start to change there's constant talks about uh, restrictions coming back in in some way shape or form we know that quebec has gone into uh, a lockdown with venues being shuttered and 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 this could be something that happens a little bit to a little to a wider scale and wwe according to dave Meltzer. And the Wrestling Observer and AEW are both prepared for it. For AEW, it would be a return to Jacksonville. And for WWE, it would be possibly the Thunderdome. Here's the quote from Dave. I think they're both going to be pretty confident that Florida will not issue any mandates under any circumstance. Obviously, AEW can go back to Jacksonville, to Daly's Place. And WWE can go back to some place in Florida. You can always do the Performance Center. Dave Meltzer also points out that the return to the Performance Center 
or back in the Thunderdome would no doubt result in racings falling once again as they did during the pandemic. Dave says that the COVID procedure is still in place when it comes to testing positive for the coronavirus in WWE or AEW. It's 10 days uh, off the roster whilst uh, symptoms heal up. And um, from, from here, we don't know whether there's been any extra changes to the protocol. We haven't seen or heard of anybody taking time away because of testing positive. At least nothing's been been reported from WWE or AEW. But regardless, WWE and AEW, no doubt many other promotions as well, are sort of half-braced for potentially life back in the Thunderdome. Last night on NXT, not only did we see the arrival of AJ Styles, but we've got some things in place for NXT New Year's Evil. This is going to be their, their first special event of 2022 and it's taking place of course out of the performance center on january the 4th we will see tommaso champa facing bron breaker for the nxt championship mandy rose faces raquel gonzalez and cora jade in a triple threat match for the nxt women's championship plus Titles are being unified. The NXT North American champion Carmelo Hayes faces the NXT Cruiserweight champion Roderick Strong. And this signals the end of the Cruiserweight division because after January the 4th, the belts will be unified. And sad to see the Cruiserweight division go. I think as we've talked over the past couple of weeks, this is something that's been on the cards for a little while. But uh, it hurts it, it hurts no less to see the end of the Cruiserweight division. There'll be no doubt more conversations about it as we go. Uh, this will all take place Tuesday, January the 4th, an NXT 2.0 special event, New Year's Evil. Tony Khan has reacted to WWE's interest in MJF. He was on Shaq Wrestling and he said, I think it's great. I encourage that. I think they should keep talking about him because he's a wrestler that's a big part of AEW and is signed here for a few more years. So I think please keep giving us that buzz because he's been getting great ratings for his segments. Also, he talked about Kevin Owens, did Tony Khan, and he said, I would have been interested in signing Kevin Owens. He's a great wrestler. I think he ended up signing for what I believe is a a, a lot of money i think that's good and i think we have a lot of people spotlighted here and he's great any company that he goes to he'll be a great wrestler for them hey he also has some nice things to say about Danhausen, who's been popping up on everybody's wrestling twitter stream as of late he, and tony khan says he was on the jericho cruise interacting with a lot of the aew wrestlers and that was great he has had an injury recently so it's something to keep an eye on for sure but he's got a big following and he does sell some merch, and he's a very nice guy. So he's got a lot of things going for him. Is that Tony Khan hinting that Danhausen might be all elite soon? I'd like to think so. So why were AJ Styles and Omos split on Monday? WrestleVotes tweeted, If it felt like they sped up the Omos and AJ split, it's because they did. Sources say both superstars have significant plans in early 2022 and wanted any type of blow-off program done prior to the major Rumble and Mania events. We've seen AJ Styles getting a babyface reaction on NXT last night. Potentially him moving over there to work a program with Grayson Waller is next on the cards. As for Omos... We have to believe a guy that looks like that, seven foot a million, he's, he's, he, they've got big plans for Big Omar. 
Scotty Too Hotty is back in the mix on the indie scene. He has been announced for a GCW show where he is going to be facing Joey Janela. And next year, Friday, February the 18th, he'll be at ISPW Grand Slam. Uh, he'll be it'll be it'll be Danny Morrison with Maven defending his ISPW heavyweight title against Scotty Too Hotty. So Scotty. Uh, not only having a, a showcase match in GCW against Joey Janela, but he's got a, a title match in ISPW as well. Alberto El Patron has been telling people close to him that he'll be back in a major wrestling promotion, most likely WWE, in 2022. Sean Ross Sapp has kind of put that to bed from Fightful. He says, I've spoken with people from WWE, MLW and Impact who say they either have no interest in bringing Del Rio in or would be shocked if it happens. AEW talents I've spoken to say they have never heard him mentioned as even possibly coming in. So... Hopefully that puts to bed any rumours of a El Patron return in 2022. Why were no WWE stars featured on ROH Final Battle? We have those lovely videos of guys like Brian Danielson and CM Punk talking glowingly about their time in Ring of Honor, but no WWE contracted guys. And a lot of people uh, dragged WWE for this, but Kevin Owens has set the record straight on Le Antipode de la Lutte. Uh, he appeared on Pat Leprad's uh, show and said that ROH did not ask the WWE office or any individual talent to send in any videos. Kevin Owens says that he thinks WWE would have la- allowed it if Ring of Honor had asked. But the whole point being, they just simply didn't ask at all. So that's why you saw no WWE guys at Ring of Honor Final Battle. Nobody asked them. And a Hall of Fame induction for Umaga is long overdue, according to Rikishi, who took to Twitter yesterday saying, I feel it's long overdue. Hashtag Umaga HOF, class of 2022. What are you saying, WWE Universe? Should my brother go in this year? Edward Smith Fartu, who played the character Umaga on WWE TV, who we lost back in 2009 I think it'll be a lovely induction. Go back on the WWE Network today and watch some stuff that Umaga did. In particular, the New Year's Revolution match he had against John Cena. That was a that was a special one. That was that was great from both. I want to say 2007, either 2006 or 2007. I think 2007 off the top of my head. I could Google it, but I, I won't. I, I, I like spitballing these. I think it was 2007. I'm, I'm I'm sure you'll find it. I'm sure you'll find it. Umaga for the Hall of Fame. Why not? For the latest news throughout the day, check out cultaholic.com. And on the YouTube channel, we rank every 2020 pay-per-view from worst to best. It was a very uneasy year in WWE and the world in general (laughs) due to the small matter of COVID-19. But how did the pay-per-views measure up in amongst all of that nonsense? Check out our list to find out at youtube.com forward slash cultaholic. And I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.